Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, thanks for giving me a listen today. I uh, appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I kind of, in the last episode, I kind of looked into what I thought the Pirates should do this offseason. Um, and they've hit the ground running. Um, you know, made some moves. Uh, a couple, you know, waiver claims. Um, trade. But the big, big thing was they signed a free agent. Um, and they're all, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, that they've filled in uh, some of the holes. Uh, one of the big glaring holes with a couple different options. Um, and uh, we'll take a look at that. And we'll take a look at, you know, where else they need to address. And, like, what's out there. Um, there's some rumors flying around at the moment um, about some pitchers that they're interested in, or at least a pitcher. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with all this. But uh, before I, you know, break it down a little bit and give my thoughts, uh, let's have a message from Anchor. So at the beginning of the offseason, uh, you know, Ben Sherrington was asked, like, what what was their plan and if they had a plan and um, you know, they basically said what they had, what he had said earlier in the se- season was, you know, they're, they're to the point where they need to add to the big league roster um, and spend some money. And, you know, they, re- they really kind of, you know, hit the ground running. Now, they're not bringing in, you know, any big names. Like, get <laughs> if you think they are, they're not. They're going to bring in serviceable major league ballplayers who... Um, or maybe uh, slightly above league, league average, let's say. Um, and one of the areas of need, uh, and I addressed it in my previous episode, was first base. And they they hit the ground running and they they addressed it. And I, I think they're done with first base. Now, I, I would love and would like for them to, um, you know, pick up somebody for a, a prospect uh, you know, maybe a first baseman for uh, for Indy that has some potential. I mean, I'm not writing I'm not writing uh, Mason Martin off yet, but I'm kind of writing him off. I don't know if he'll ever truly develop um, enough consistency to be in the big leagues. Um, Malcolm Nunez, he's a possibility, but he's also exposed to the Rule Five, so it's. It's possible they could lose him. I don't think they will, um, but I'd like for them to build more depth there because the options that they did go out and get um, are nice, but they're just plugging the hole for this year. So um, the first thing they did was they went out and they traded for Jimon Choi um, from Tampa Bay. They gave up uh, minor league pitcher Jack Hartman. I liked Hartman. I think Hartman will be a big league reliever at some point. Uh, but, you know, he's several years away. This was a good deal. Um, you know, Choi, uh, you know, I believe is a free agent, um, you know, after um, this year. So he's, um, you know, he's just a stopgap. Now, what they, they need is to, you know, have something ready to, to move in in case, you know, they don't re-sign Choi or whatever. But, um, 
you know, Choi last year, 233 average, 11 home runs, um, 729 OPS. Not terrible. Uh, you know, not the best. <laughs> um, definitely not his, uh, his best year, but pretty much what he's been doing since 2020. Um, you know, 11 home runs. You know, splitting some splitting time. Like he only appeared in 113 games this year for uh, Tampa Bay. Um, so I, I like I like it. Like I, I this is the type of deal they need to make. Um, the other thing they did uh, was they went out and they signed Carlos Santana. Um, Carlos Santana gives them another option at first base. With him and Choi, that's a decent platoon. Or um, you know, one of them. First one, and you've got a DH. Um, you know, Carlos Santana hit slightly above 200 last year, but still, Carlos Santana gets on base. He's got pop. Um, one year deal for him, you know, a uh, little over, a um, little under seven mil. Um, so, you know, it. You know, if you get anything out of them, I mean, the one thing, too, with them being essentially rentals, um, you know, you get to the tail end of the season and Pirates aren't in contention and they're playing well, you can flip them. Um, This is a strategy I think that Ben Charrington should have done more of when he came in is sign or pick up a um, productive major leaguer. And then flip. Um, but, uh, you know, they added them. And they also added a guy who a lot of people are high on. I'm I'm not buying into any of the hype, I guess, if you want to call it hype, um, is uh, Lewin Diaz. It was a waiver claim um, from Florida or Miami. I, keep calling, I always want to call the Marlins Florida Marlins, but Miami Marlins. Um, you know, he, he's had limited, um, big league at bats over the past parts of the past three seasons. Uh, last year he saw 160 at bats, hit 169, um, struck out 54 times, uh, did hit five home runs, hit eight home runs the, in 2021, um, but still only hit 205, um, 122 at bats didn't strike out quite as much, um, but along the same lines. So I mean, he could click. You know, his minor league numbers. Um, his minor league numbers aren't super exciting either. Um, you know, he's uh, since the last the last couple of years in AAA. You know, he's hitting about 250. Um. You know, he has hit home runs there, 20 in 2021 and 19 last year. Um, So there is some pop there, and he showed that in the big leagues as well. Um, You know, a little bit of pop, but needs more consistency there. Um, So we'll see, um, you know, what they're going to do. I've seen some people projecting that, you know, maybe Santana is the – you know, maybe there's like a three-way rotation with Santana um, and 
Diaz and Choi, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with those guys. Um, Diaz is still young, 26. If they could get lucky and have him, um, you know, at least put up Michael Chavis numbers, um, then I guess that's a cheap win. Uh, but first base is somewhere they still need to address in the organization. It's still something, a position where they need um, and would benefit from better depth and better talent um, throughout. Um, you know, there's still guys out there, I think, you know, you pick up failed, not failed prospects, but block prospects. Um, I've mentioned Spencer Horvitz a couple times, but a guy like that, especially if you, if you lose Malcolm Nunez. Um, if you lose Malcolm Nunez, that really puts a, a bigger hole in your depth um, in the organization because now, you know, you're, you can plug people in there at first base, but it would be good to have a, a first baseman of the future um, that has a glove and can hit. <laughs> um, you know, doesn't even necessarily have to be a, a power hitter uh, per se. Just give me somebody with a good glove and, um, you know, some kind of consistency. And I, I'd be happy, but uh, we'll see what to do there. They do have, you know, Miguel Andahar. Talk about him a little bit more later. Um, that I thought would have been in this mix, but looks not. So, you know, brush your hands. You're done with first base for the year. Um, essentially on the big league roster anyway. Uh, you don't really need to add anything more there. Uh, you know, if you do add somebody else that can play first base, you know, what you'll do with them, but you know maybe they play outfield too. Who knows? Um, but you know, first base, I, in my opinion, is done. Um, so number one on my wish list for the Pirates crossed off. Um, the other position, one of the other positions that they that they need is, is catcher. Um, you know, the Pirates added Ali Sanchez. Um, he's has okay minor league numbers. Um, I like him more than I do anything else um, that the Pirates had on their roster last year um, or even in AAA last year with the exception of Andy Rodriguez, uh, you know, towards the tail end there. Um, you know, they still have Henry Davis coming. So they, they really just need to sign somebody to be a, a placeholder. Or sign a veteran who you're going to have around for a while. Um, or not a while, you know, a couple years that they can kind of, um, you know, teach. Maybe go get Jacob Stallings back. Um, I'm sure the Marlins would be willing to um, send him back to Pittsburgh uh, for less than what they gave up. Um, you know, they just... They still need to address it. Um, you know, they still have Jason DeLay um, in AAA now. Um, you know, he was outrighted. So um, Heineman left him free agency. Um, you know, Roberto Perez is still out there. I don't love that idea. I don't hate it. Uh, I don't, th I think it's, yeah. I mean, I think you're going to be looking at the same thing that you had last year where he plays, gets hurt. I think that's pretty much his M.O. Um, he'd be a good backup catcher. So, like, if you have somebody that can take the bulk of the innings, um, go that route. 
But if you're looking for him to be the main catcher, I think you're barking up the the wrong tree there. But we'll see what they do. Um, I mean, that's another position. I haven't looked at the Rule 5, who's available, to be honest. Um, Maybe they grab a a young catcher there. I I don't think – I don't know. I don't know what they do with catcher because – I think you're just going to end up bringing in Roberto Perez <laughs> or or something similar or, or even lesser like uh, Austin Romine or, or somebody along those lines. But um, we'll see. So the other area that, that really the Pirates should address um, is pitching. Whether it be rotation, which I would love one to two uh, new additions to the rotation, or uh, and or <laughs> as a couple bullpen arms, um, and you know currently there was a, a rumor came out yesterday that the Pirates were in talks uh, with a starting pitcher, and that was Kyle Gibson. Um, I don't not it's not an exciting name. Um it's an adequate name. Like his ERA was above 5 um last year. However, um you know a better defense behind him maybe gets it into the fours. Um I I wouldn't hate it. Let's say that. I wouldn't hate it if they signed Kyle Gibson. Um I would like for them to do more uh and I don't know what that looks like. Um, you know, the free agent market is yet to really, uh, you know, kind of develop. You know, we have some guys coming off the boards, uh, but nobody the Pirates are really, you know, looking at uh, realistically. So, um, like, they're not going to sign Verlander and guys, guys like that. But, you know, if if they could bring in a Kyle Gibson, I'd be okay. Um, if they could bring in I'd, – I'd like for them to bring in Kyle Gibson and um, – I would like for them to go out and maybe bring in, bring back Jose Quintana. Um, I think you'll know, get a lefty in there. Uh, I think that is really, really what they need um, to address is that left. They need some, some lefties. Um, but um, that's pretty much the rumors right now. And, and they, um, they definitely need to add something uh, bullpen wise. Again, not a whole lot of, of rumors that I've seen or any anybody that the Pirates are connected to. But there's plenty of guys out there. Uh, one thing the Pirates have done to add to the the mix of of arms um, is they did you know they did trade Kevin Newman um, to bring in um, uh, Dowry Morita, and while his numbers aren't earth-shattering, you know, in some limited big league experience. He saw some time in the last two seasons this year, um, you know, 35 games, uh, 38 and a third innings pitched for the Reds. Uh, You know, 10 home runs given up. That could change if he's not in Cincy uh, with that ballpark. Uh, so, I mean, 
it's an arm, right? And he's 26, so he's still young. Um, everything I've seen, you know, he's got, um, you know, good, good stuff. So, you know, that's one thing they added. And, you know, the fact that they were able to get somebody uh, for Newman, I, I, th- I, I personally think they maybe could have got a little more, um, but I don't know how much more. Um, so, you know, we'll see uh, what happens there. Um, another trade, while we're in on that topic, that the Pirates were able to make, you know, in picking up Lewin Davis, they needed to clear a roster spot. So, um, you know, they removed designated Hoy Park. And they were able to flip Hoy Park for kind of a an intriguing arm. Uh, Inmar Lobo, he's 18 years old, um, still super young, was in the DSL. Uh, last year, pitched in five games, 22 innings, um, walked two guys, struck out 28, uh, whip at .77. I mean, not very small sample size, very young guy. That's a nice pickup for Hoy Park. You know, he, you know, started, so... You know, we'll keep an eye on Lobo uh, moving forward. Uh, it's, I, those, like, lottery ticket trades like that, um, you, know, you just get somebody who's so green. Um, I think they're fun to follow. Plus, Lobo's a lefty, so, um, you know, you can never have too many lefty uh, starters um, throughout the system or, you know, lefty arms in general. So um, they were able to do that. Um, but they really do need to to address um, pitching. Um, you know the rotation. The rotation isn't super exciting um, at the moment. I mean the top two, uh, Ronzi Contreras, um, and Mitch Keller are good one two. Um, you know, moving into next season. Um, three, probably looking at a Brubaker. And then you're you're filling it in. Um, you're filling it in with, uh, you know, what you have left. Um, which would be guys like um, maybe um, probably Oviedo. I, I, I would say you could probably pencil Oviedo in for the back end of that rotation. Um, you know, we did see Luis Ortiz pitch a little bit last year. I personally think he'll, um, he'll start the year in triple a, um, Michael Burroughs, I think he'll also start the year in triple a, uh, then you have your, your holdovers from last year, guys that we saw flashes from, um, but need more consistency in Zach Thompson and Bryce Wilson. And even Miguel Yajure, although I feel like Yajure is destined for the pen. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Yajure is a roster casualty at some point. Um, you know, if they do, they still need to clear a roster spot for Carlos Santana. Um, you know, just looking at the roster, 
Um, I would I would say that he's on the list of potential non-tender candidates, or you know, really not non-tender, but uh, DFA candidates. Um, same with Nick Mears. Uh, I don't think anybody would claim Nick Mears. It's possible he does throw hard, um, but he just you know can't stay healthy and doesn't have a whole lot of success at the big league level. If you look at the numbers, um, so if they just bring in Kyle Gibson, throw him in the middle of that rotation. Um, it's better. I don't know. Probably better than it is last year, assuming Oviedo pitches like he did, um, and hopefully continues to get better. Uh, moving to the bullpen, the bullpen right now you have, of course, Bednar as your closer. Um, Will Crow, Chase DeYoung, uh, Yuri De Los Santos, Colin Holderman. I mean. Just those names alone, um, that's a that's the start of a really, really solid bullpen. Um, add in guys like Robin uh, Robert Stevenson, Johan Ramirez. Although I feel like Ramirez is probably on the cusp of you know being uh, a DFA candidate. Dwayne Underwood Jr. I feel he's kind of in that same boat. Um, you know, Underwood just is very inconsistent. Uh, so, like, you know, you, you fill it in with those guys. Nick Mears, if he's still around. Um, you know, Yahure, whatever guy you don't put into the rotation, whether it be Thompson or Wilson or whoever, you, you have the basics there. Like, you have... Um, yeah, you have a good start. They need to add lefties um, badly. Uh, they don't have a single lefty in there uh, uh, in on their roster. <laughs> so, like, that's got to be something that they're they're going to need to address. Um, and um, I think they will. We'll see. Um, we have the Rule 5 coming up. You know, the winter meetings are, are starting here um, in December. You know, the Rule 5, I think the Pirates are in a good place, you know, to take, you know, take somebody that could contribute. Um, I don't think you're going to have to I, – I think they could get a, a bullpen arm or just an arm that they could stash away in there. Um but it's going to have to be somebody that that they can that they can use. Um, the pirates are in a place where they don't necessarily need um, to, where they have prospects that will, are kind of will hold up a rule five guy from getting you know the playing time um, that they that they need, um, and you know with the free agent signings and if they continue to add. You know, maybe, you know, this team, I'm not going to say is a contender. They need a lot of things to go right. If But with the way this roster stands now, they're better than they were. Um, and the hope is that the 
you know, the prospects get better. You know, the guys um, continue to develop. Um, you know, they continue uh, to, you know, mature and, you know, the ones that aren't going to make it, we can move a lot more um, we can move on from them easier than what we could in the past. Um, you know, you don't, the pirates have other guys coming. So, um, outside of arms, I don't know what else the pirates need. Could they use another bat? Absolutely. Um, I've seen Joey Gallo's name linked to a possible place for the pirates. I don't know. Um, if he's cheap, you know, if it's a lottery ticket type thing where you're going to, you know, he's not going to command much money, but would it be worth it? You know, if you could get that power back and maybe get him a little bit more consistency and it's not an exciting option. <laughs> like, a couple years ago, sure. I would have been very excited to get him in here, but you know, change of scenery out of New York. So, you know, it's done wonders for people in the past. Um, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work. So, I mean, outfield for the pirates right now. I mean, you do have, you know, the mainstay Brian Reynolds and of course, um, a plethora of prospects. Um, one guy that is kind of still there and will, I would think is at least penciled in probably as the starter, um, in left field is, is Miguel Andujar. Um, you know, when he came over last year, he actually played pretty well for the Pirates. Um, you know, with the, with the Buccos, um, he had 250, didn't hit a home run, but like, you know, the power went away for Andohar after you know his for his big year there in eighteen. Um, so I mean, just be interesting to see what he does. He's still young, twenty seven at the moment. Um, you know, he'll be twenty eight when the season starts next year. But I mean, you got him in left. Reynolds in center. Uh, and then the right field is up for grabs. Um, I think it's, you know, between Sawinski and Mitchell. You got Smith and Jigbo should be back, you know, next year in the, in the mix there. Uh, Marcano. But the one guy, too, that I could see if... Andahar is not for real. Um, or not for real. If he doesn't rebound and if he doesn't, you know, get better. Uh, or if the Pirates just feel like, you know, maybe it's it's just a good bench option. Um, but a guy that could step in here and move Reynolds out of center field is is G1 Bay. Um, second base is kind of a cluster right now. Uh, you know, you have Castro and you have Marcano. Um, but G1 Bay is going to be in the mix for that. But 
he really should also be in the mix for for center field. Um, you know, with the Pirates last year, he hit three thirty three in you know thirty three at bats. So, um, it's an interesting option. You know, that, that's the thing that's, that's nice about the Pirates right now. There are interesting options. Uh, you know, before it was like eh, a lot of okay options. <laughs> um, but Bay's interesting. And there's going to be more, you know, obviously more coming. Um, you know, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if there's, you know, more trades in the works uh, for the Pirates. Like, I would definitely be... Um, okay with them trading from their their prospect base for pitching. I think a lot of it kind of depends on, you know, the Rule 5 um, as well as to, you know, what prospects are, are still around after that. And I think the Pirates will lose a couple. Will they stick? I don't know. Uh, Malcolm Nunez is one who I feel could get picked up. I don't think he will. Um, but you have some of those arms. Somebody could take a shot on a guy like Cody Bolton. Um, I like Cody Bolton. Durability's the thing with him. Uh, and, you know, leaving him off, I feel like he could get claimed. Um, I feel like it's stashing a pen for a little bit. Um, and I think that, you know, Tanaj Thomas is another name to watch, um, to possibly get, you know, snatched up by somebody, um, but we'll see. I was, you know, when the Pirates did do their uh, protecting, you know, Colin Selby on that list uh, was interesting. I've liked Selby for a while. Uh, you know, he coming back, you know, Tommy John there uh, two seasons ago, I believe. And um, he, he throws hard. Um, and same with Blake, Blake Sitterland. You know, if he's able to come back and do anything down the road. The Pirates have some strong arms. John O'Reilly's another one to not forget about. Um, he got more consistent towards the end of the year last year. Um, but he's got, you know, he, he's got the build. He's got good stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's some good arms in this system. Um, they're just not ready yet. And that's where the Pirates really need to uh, you know, fill in some holes, um, go out and get a couple more relievers, a couple starters, uh, minor league free agents, pepper in a couple of those. Um, I don't think they need to hit it as hard as what they did because they actually have um, young arms, um, you know, coming up through the system, uh, which, you know, the, historically you haven't had as many. Um, you've always had prospects developing and coming. You just never had giant, clusters of them and that's what what Ben Sherrington set out to do when he came in I think he's done a good job um the next question is how do they develop and that that's the big thing um Huntington never never really that was never his forte you know his system was never great at at developing um he always looked primarily for Players, when they were making trades, players that were ready to step into the big league roster. Um, if he had handled it better and taken more of the guys that had uh, more time 
you know, younger guys and you know, more time to develop and be able to develop them, you know, Neil Huntington would still be the GM and this team probably would have made the playoffs, um, you know, in 2000, you know, we had more winning seasons um, and probably would have made the playoffs in like 2000 and, and, and 18 um, or, you know, 16, 17, whatever. But they're not. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Pirates. There's a lot of offseason left. Um, so far, so good. I, you know, see what they do. So that's the episode for today. I just kind of wanted to talk about, like, the moves that they made, what's left, um, you know, I, I really do like this off season so far. Uh, you know, I would love for them to, to be talking about how they signed Aaron Judge or, or something like that. The pirates are never going to be in that position. Um, I think getting a guy like Carlos Santana, um, and, you know, hoping that he has a little bit of a bounce back, um, year, not the last year was terrible. Um, but I feel like, you know, that, that's a step in the right direction. Getting, um, Jimon Choi is a step in the right direction. Um, you know, filling it, finding your areas of need and filling it in with real, t- like talented veterans, not bargain basement guys, not cast offs from other organizations where they fizzle, like, you know, and depending on those guys to produce like Chavis and even Andohar, they don't have to rely on those guys anymore. Like, you know, they've, they have prospects coming up and, you know, so far they're kind of putting the money, their money where their, their, where their mouth is. I mean, they, they talked a big game when they started um, the off season saying, you know, the major league roster, even last year, they said, we're looking to improve the big league roster. Um, you know, moving forward, it's time. Hey, they're doing it. Um, whether it be at the scale you think they should do it or, or, or not, this is what they're doing. And this is what small market teams will do. Um, we'll see how the rest of the off season goes. I don't, definitely don't think the pirates are done if the rumors with kyle gibson is any indication kyle gibson you know despite his numbers you know isn't going to be a a cheap sign i don't think he's going to be a middle of the road um you know probably not um you know what clevenger got um you know but you know 12 13 mil a year or whatever but maybe he is and you know you clamor for the Pirates to spend money, this is how the Pirates are going to spend money. So uh, we'll see how the offseason progresses. And, um, you know, I'll be back to talk about it, you know, as we go, um, as we go along. Um, so again, you know, check me out social media um, at Bucko Fever Pod on Twitter, Bucko Fever Podcast on Facebook, and of course, Bucko Fever Podcast.com. Um, for updates on the podcast and any other, uh, you know, 
blog posts that I just, <laughs> that I have time and decide to do. So, again, you know, I appreciate everybody listening. I know the, the content's been spaced out um, this season, but um, you know, looking to do some new things uh, next season uh, to kind of build this out a little bit more. But I appreciate everybody listening. Um, and if I don't get a chance to do another one uh, before the holidays, happy holidays, everybody. And if not, you know, just uh, I'll say the same thing on the next episode. But, you know, as always, you know, thanks for listening and have a good one.